Hello and welcome to John Cook Ministries podcast. I'm John Cook. I'm a retired Baptist preacher with over 50 years experience in preaching and teaching the King James Bible, God's Holy Word. The purpose of this podcast is to present the Word of God as being just as relevant today as it was in the day that it was written. Join us as we continue our study on the pastoral epistles. Today we are beginning a study on what is termed the pastoral epistles. This is a study that covers the books of 1st and 2nd Timothy and Titus. Books which deal with the training and instruction of young pastors. We need these instructions today just as much as Timothy and Titus needed them in their day. As we enter upon the first part of our study, we are going to see a missing element in the churches of our day and what can be done about it. We are going to find out the writer and who the book is addressed to. We shall also see the Apostle Paul declare his apostleship for the Savior. Then we are going to see what our hope is and the effect of that hope upon our living. We are going to see what God expects of pastors in his churches. In fact, we find a truly missing element in the churches today. That missing element is pastors having sons in the ministry. Now, why is this element missing and what can be done to change this? Simply put, pastors and missionaries have relegated their Timothys and Tituses to Bible colleges. The cry is that we, as pastors, do not believe we are capable of training men for the ministry. What a sad state. Pastors, we must take up the mantle, once more, of training men for the Lord's service. It is our responsibility. A responsibility that, as a missionary, I take very seriously. Considering that responsibility... I approach the pastoral epistles with the intention of instructing young men as to how they should behave themselves in the house of God, which is the church of the living God. The pillar and ground of the truth, 1 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 15 tells us. The writer of 1 and 2 Timothy and Titus is the Apostle Paul. Now the reason I say writer is because the author of all scripture is God through the Holy Spirit. 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 16 tells us all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Then in 2 Peter chapter 1 and verse 21, the scripture says, For the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, But holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. I point out and emphasize this point that what Paul says in this book is not just Paul's opinions, but the very words of the living God. Paul is writing down for us the things that God wants every pastor to know. 1 Timothy is considered to have been written around 65 A.D., between Paul's two Roman imprisonments. He is addressing Timothy in First and Second Timothy, a young man whom he trained. Now the first time we meet Timothy is in Acts chapter 16. 
In verse 1 we read, Then came he to Derbe and Lystra, and behold, a certain disciple was there named Timotheus, the son of a certain woman, which was a Jewess, and believed. But his father was a Greek, and was well reported of by the brethren that were at Lystra and Iconium. Him would Paul have to go forth with him, and took and circumcised him, because of the Jews which were in those quarters. For they knew all that his father was a Greek. After about ten years of training, Paul leaves Timothy in Ephesus to straighten out some errors that were being carried on in the church, and to appoint pastors to oversee the work in Ephesus. In 1 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 3, we read how Paul besought Timothy to abide still at Ephesus while he went into Macedonia. He tells Timothy that he was to charge some that they teach no other doctrine. The church in Ephesus had some false teachers. It was Timothy's job to straighten them out on their doctrine. In verse 1 of chapter 1, Paul declares that he is an apostle of Jesus Christ. Not by his choosing, but by the commandment of God our Savior and the Lord Jesus Christ, he says. We must know that we are in the ministry by the commandment of God, if we are to speak with authority. The people said about our Savior, In Mark chapter 1 and verse 22, that he spoke as one having authority and not as the scribes. We need to speak with authority also. Paul also points to the Lord Jesus Christ as our hope in verse 1. Where he says, which is our hope. Our hope is not in something, some intangible, but in the very person that loved us and gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people, zealous of good works. Titus chapter 2 and verse 14 tells us. When we realize our hope is in the Savior, then we will live for the Savior. Titus chapter 2 and verse 13 says, We are looking for that blessed hope and glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior Jesus Christ. Our hope is found securely in the promise of the physical return of our Savior in the clouds to receive us unto himself. Our blessed hope is founded on the promise that Jesus made in John chapter 14 and verses 2 and 3. There he says, In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be, Also, think about what a blessed hope that is. Our blessed hope is in the Savior. And the certainty of that hope is found in the fact that he cannot lie, according to Titus chapter 2 and verse 1. Our hope is, in fact, a cleansing hope. 
Look at 1 John chapter 3 and verse 3, which says, Every man that hath this hope in him purifieth himself, even as he is pure. With our hope in the Savior, we will live for the Savior, seeking to live holy lives, even as he is holy, according to 1 Peter chapter 1 and verse 16. It is that hope to which we are called on to rejoice. Look at Romans chapter 12 and verse 12. It says rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing instant in prayer. Thank the Lord for that blessed hope that keeps us going for the Savior. So, in this part of our lesson, we have seen that the writer of 1 Timothy is Paul, that he is the apostle. By the commandment of God. We have learned that we have a blessed hope. And that blessed hope is in the coming of our Savior. This is the blessed hope that we hold to. That causes us to purify ourselves for the Savior. This is John Cook again. Thank you for listening to the John Cook Ministries podcast. Now before you go. If you live in the Riverside, California area. I want to give you a personal invitation to visit the Faith Baptist Church where our pastor, Nathan Cook, preaches the Word of God from the King James Bible. Before you hit that exit button, how about take some time and leave us a comment or maybe a prayer request or what question do you have that we might be able to answer for you? Let us know how we can help you. And don't forget to subscribe And you will get the next podcast just as soon as it is released. Well, we'll say goodbye for now. Join us in our next podcast as we continue our study on the pastoral epistles. Till then, God bless.